the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Insightful. Informative. Irreverent. We're ready. 1220 KDOW presents Rob Black and Your Money. Your source for breaking news, market updates, and successful investment strategies for the 21st century. Sounds like a great program. Getting you to retirement in today's market. So let's get on with the show. Taxes, family finance, insurance, the economy, technology, media, and entertainment. Rob is talking about it with you at 800-516-1220. So call in. We'll chat and uh, have some fun. Now to start your day with the latest news and market commentary. Here's Rob Black on the Bay Area's business leader, 1220 KDOW. Looks like we made it through the weekend. Hopefully you did. We're rambling towards the end of the year. I just looked at the calendar. November 14th. It's funny. My brain works in funny ways. That tells me one, two, three more paychecks, right? We're near the end of the year. It's time to start thinking about 2017, but you still have time to think about 2016. Funding your uh, IRAs, funding your 401k. Uh, socking away money for your kid's education, you still have time. Trust me. I know you're thinking Black Friday, and I get it. Trust me, I am too. Uh, but you got to have serious money thoughts on a regular basis. Let's bring in serious money thought editor of the show, CFP Chad Burton with NewFocusFinancial.com. You can find him online at NewFocusFinancial.com. Also here, Mondays and Tuesdays from 2 to 3 on AM 1220 KDOW. Mr. Burton, how are you? I'm great. How are you? Good. So I guess we should come up with a better introduction because you're always great and I'm always good. Yeah, yeah. Well, at least maybe you have a good answer. weekend. You have a good it weekend. Was. It was. Yeah. You think? Yeah. You thinking about the end of the year like I am? Always. I mean, this is this gets to be a real busy time of year for financial advisor, and RIA firms around the country for sure. As everybody's you know crushing to get their year end planning done and getting people to, here's your tax issues for the year, go talk to your CPA, make sure you're doing your projections. Self-employed people, you know, putting in individual 401k plans. If you're self-employed, real estate agent, um, if you're, you know, in the tech world doing consulting work, board members, doing things like individual 401ks, SEPs, or even defined benefit plans before you're in, you, you still have the time to do it, so you got to get on it though right now. Did you do any uh, looting or, or stealing this weekend as a protest roll on across America? Did you pick up a TV? <laughs> no TV. I did see pictures of um, people dragging refrigerators, you know, behind their car <laughs> with dollies and stuff like that. You know, spending some time in the Northwest office because we have an office in Vancouver, Washington, which is you know five minutes from Portland, Oregon. Um, it's it's depressing what's going on there, and it's not really the people that are actually 
trying to protest for or against the president, it's they get these big groups of anarchists that kind of join in in these protests and hide and destroy things, and it's quite a mess. Portland's making news around the world. So I saw that. Hopefully, we'll move on from that pretty quickly. It's downtown so mess week, right now. Is it really a mess? Oh yeah, it was. I mean, we're, we're talking people knocking out power uh, boards, okay. or crushing windows. A dealership got all the windows of their cars knocked out. It's just a disaster. Wow. Yeah. I don't know what I would do if I were caught up in that. I think that's. I would probably have a, a, an overreaction to protect myself. But with that said, uh, we, you and I have a big event coming up this Thursday, just a few days from now, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m., 10 Pillars mm-hmm. Retirement Income and Dividend Stocks. It's going to be in Palo Alto at the Elks Lodge. In the evening, there's going to be an event, 6.30 to 8.30. Last couple saw days to sign up at newfocusfinancial.com. It's newfocusfinancial.com. We see the Dow at all-time highs. Not necessarily the S&P 500, but the Dow is at all-time highs post-election but not everything's also moving together. What are you seeing? Well, and, and that can be very confusing for people because they might be looking at their portfolio and seeing kind of a flat response. Um, but then looking at the Dow, which you have to remember, it's industrial average, okay? Uh, so there's a lot more industrial-oriented stocks, and industrial stocks since the election are up 8% on the idea of massive infrastructure building in the U.S., um, Healthcare is up about 6%, and that's a recovery. Healthcare had fallen pretty hard um, in light of it looking like Hillary was going to be elected. So you got industrials up 8% since the election, healthcare up 6 REITs pretty much flat, but they were down about 8% in the last month. But staples, you know, the stocks, the, the cereal companies, the food companies, things like that, um, which were really at all-time highs looking pretty expensive anyways, subject to... You know, falling based on interest rates going up, they're down about 4%. But, Rob, this is where the, the, the bloodbath is. It's in longer-term bonds. If you look at something like TLT, which is an ETF of 20-plus-year bonds, down 8%. There's been a billion-plus-dollar outflow of bonds, and that's gone right into stocks and more of the industrials and healthcare. Um, and, and, yeah, I mean, some of the uh, XLK, if you look at that, pretty much flat since the election. And that's a group of tech stocks. So you saw a lot of the FANG stocks fall, but tech stocks in general just a muted return because there's some positives. Yes, they'll be able to repatriate some cash, but on the flip side of that, they also get sourcing a lot of their, you know, stuff that they buy to put in their technology they get from overseas, and that might see some tariffs. So that's why it's been muted. So it's it's really been if you, you know, take out the industrials and the healthcare, it hasn't been a great boost in the market. It's been kind of muted. So there's just a rotation going on, and I think people need to pay attention to that. But we might get a buying opportunity in bonds, believe it or not, um, because it's, it's a bit of bloodbath. I wouldn't do it yet, but uh, it, you know, we'll be able to do a nice good rebalance after the first of the year, I can tell you that. Today, one of the headlines in the newspapers is that comes from China that warrants if Trump goes through with what he's saying, watch out auto sales and Apple iPhone sales. So the fact that Apple manufactures most of their phones in China, this is going to be very interesting to see how that one plays out, if there's a a game of chicken being played and or not. And again, you can meet CFP Chad Burton this Thursday 
at the Elks Lodge in Palo Alto. Two events, one for lunch, one for the evening, and you can sign up at newfocusfinancial.com. Let's switch to the event on Thursday where you will be speaking, um, 10 Pillars of Retirement Income. This is fascinating to me as we, you and I, and everyone who's listening, march closer and closer to retirement, and we don't want to be that person who doesn't have income to replace their jobs. What's your favorite pillar? Um, well, I think my favorite one is, uh, if we look at number nine, it's, it's, the, it's the key to retirement planning, and it's uh, rebalance your portfolio and maintain proper cash reserves. And so I go through the process of calculating what your safe money requirement is, three times your portfolio draw, and I kind of walk people how to do that. Everybody's number is a little bit different. And then we talk about how you rebalance and you peel off the gains out of your portfolio and replenish the cash that you're spending on a quarterly or every six months at least. And that is key getting through. I mean, I've been preaching that on radio with you for almost 19 years now, um, and it's gotten through two major corrections, and people have to stick with that program. Um, and the divergence in the market right now is a great reason. Certain things are up, but certain things like bonds, emerging markets, um, and REITs might be down. So, you know, maybe after the first of the year, you peel some of your gains on these big jump in industrial stocks, and you replenish the cash that you spent. It's very important to take the house money off the table. Okay. Uh, so don't let it ride, as they say. That's where people mess up in Vegas. Do they do that? Do they mess up as well in the stock market by letting it ride? Yeah, you know, there's certain strategies that I've heard people talk about on radio, one of which somebody got in big trouble for because it wasn't back test or anything like that. But a lot of people think of their money in different, you know, portions. And they were still reinvesting dividends even though they were retired, which is just silly. I mean, dividends, the happiest investors, Rob, are those people that get a bunch of dividend-paying stocks, business passive income, real estate passive income, and they can live off of their income. And focusing on that, that idea of getting dividends from stocks, regardless of what their price is doing, even though the market's down, they're increasing their income, the dividend achievers. And having that dividend income gotcha. is really key for retirement. Thanks, Chad. People should listen to you today from 2 to 3 here on AM 1220 KDOW. Come see Chad and myself. Two events this Thursday, last events of the year, at uh, Palo Alto Elks Lodge. One in the morning slash lunch and one in the evening. You can learn more about these events at robblackshow.com. That's 800-516-1220. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. I'm Rob Black talking money, investing, and more. Thanks for listening to the show. A lot of transitions going to go on. I thought a lot of transition was going to go on later in the year when Janet Yellen raised interest rates, but something happened before that. Donald Trump won the election. Ooh, that's, that's, that was like a bit of a, tur- a twist, um, for sure. So let's talk a little bit about that. Donald Trump gets elected. One of the first things that happens is 
interest rates move higher, 10-year interest rates. Why? Because he is thought to want to spend $1 trillion on the economy. That's a lot of money. I don't care how you slice it. One of the things he might do is say, hey, Apple, you've got hundreds of millions of dollars overseas. Bring it back. I'll tax you at 15%. Takes that tax money and puts it into infrastructure improvements. That puts a lot of people to work. But here's the problem. That puts a lot of people in restaurants on Friday and Saturday. That puts a lot of people consuming food. That puts a lot of people buying new cars. That puts, it creates inflation. You get more consumers, you get more buyers, you get more inflation. Now, one of the things that the Federal Reserve's job is to do is to fight inflation. There's not a lot of inflation right now. A lot of these you know, countries that make stuff cheap for us, that take jobs away, they make stuff cheap for us, and it's, it's a lot cheaper. You know, It's a switch. We give up some jobs. But we lose, you know, two hundred, uh, you know, hundred dollar Nikes become two hundred dollar Nikes, and that's just an extreme example. Um, don't quote me on that. But one of the things that monitors inflation is the ten-year Treasury, and the ten-year Treasury is tied towards mortgages. It's tied towards corporate borrowing. It's tied towards uh, credit cards on some levels, and that's one of the big stories of transition right now. We're moving into an inflationary environment, or we think we are. So long story short, and I don't know if I could do a long story short, how is that changing your world, Tony Mendez, from BayAreaLoanSource.com? Well, I mean, we saw an immediate effect in interest rates. Uh, affordability is always something that we look at um, as, you know, as rates dropped, we saw affordability get a lot better. Uh, we look at some of the national numbers right now. Affordability in the United States is about 64% on average. But then you look at places like San Mateo County, which is, again, in 16th quarter in a row. A 16th quarter, not 16th month, where they lead the nation with the lowest affordability level in the nation at 9.7%. That means that the median household income, only 9.7% of the median household income can afford the median uh, home price. Okay. With 20% down at the going rate. Now, as the rates rise, obviously, this number is going to correct. And that last stat came back from the third quarter of 2016, so it hasn't quite reflected the new interest rates. So that's the immediate effect that we're going to see. Uh, volatility is also something that scares a lot of people. We've had a lot of people say, we're just going to wait it out. We're going we're gonna to wait out our, the purchase because we really needed that extra you know, fifty thousand dollars of affordability to 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 make this move make sense, and a lot of people certainly are going to wait out the refinance, um, because you know when when rates are near three and a half percent, there's a lot of refinances out there. When rates hit four four percent right now, they're kind of right around three point eight seven five, depending on who you ask. Uh, less refinances, and, and that that means less people pulling money out of their house, less people saying, I want an equity line. People in arms and equity lines right now, they're a little worried because if we're talking inflation and it could happen pretty quickly uh, with a stimulus, uh, you know, that $1 trillion, the um, indexes could go up uh, or, you know, the Fed may say, hey, we want to raise rates in December, but we want to raise it two more times in 2017. Indexes are going to go up. Equity lines are going to cost more money. So, yeah, we're going to start seeing inflation. We're going to start seeing that affordability drop. And it's 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 not a terrible concern. I still think interest rates can you go up. You sound like Charles Barkley there. Terrible. Terrible. <laughs> I have a much better golf shot than he does, though. That's fair to say. He's entertaining to watch yeah. as far as what he can't do. So... Anyway, um, I didn't mean to interrupt you. I did mean to interrupt you, and I did interrupt you, so I'm sorry about that. Uh, but you get the idea of what people are looking at immediately. Some of the other things that Trump is, could do, um, Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac, he's looking to shrink or eliminate Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac. And that's scary for some people, you know, privatizing mortgages again and 
giving you know handing it over to the banks, um, loosening guidelines. I think if you look at it a perspective from an investor and saying what we need is more products, we need light, uh, looser guidelines. That may work, but it may make it a lot more competitive, and it also may make it more competitive for a paper. So if you're not a paper, you may be paying higher rates. So it's it, it's going to be a give and take on that respect, but we'll see how it goes. Fed Vice Chairman Fisher said today, the case for removing policy accommodations is quite strong. Then says fiscal policy would ease the Fed's task going forward. So if Donald Trump says Apple... Microsoft, Google, bring your profits from overseas back. We'll tax them at a lighter tax rate versus the 35% corporate tax rate, which these companies refuse to do. They'll let the money sit there until they die. Um, we'll tax it at 15%. That would be a fiscal policy that would stimulate the economy. And the Fed could say, you know what? We don't need low interest rates to stimulate the economy now. So we can cut down risk-taking, risk-taking on buying a home, risk-taking on borrowing money, risk-taking on starting new businesses. Uh, we can increase that level where we, we're taking less risk with what we're lending. It's fascinating to see unfold because it is unfolding. The post-presidential election assessment continues. I said to you yesterday, you and I were having a uh, a virtual beer, where I said, essentially, I think my home's done going up. I think the, free money, the low money days are over for the next five years. Hypothetically, I don't know five years out, but if what Trump says he wants to do happens then I think interest rates will rise. And I think affordability goes down. Maybe not my house, but my neighbor's house or someone else's or someone who wanted to move in. There'll be a ripple effect that's profound. Yeah, it's funny that you mention that. Um, And I'm okay with my house not going up. Some of the articles, and I've been reading a lot of uh, news and how Trump's election is going to affect the housing market. Some people are saying the high-end market might actually go up uh, because of the tax breaks that some people, the, especially the richer people, the, the awesome. more affluent people will see, and that'll spur a little bit more of the higher-end market, and they're not so sensitive on interest rates because of large down payments. Um, on the other hand, it it's, you know, like the Bay Area, you might have to find a high-end home. You know, a, a three-bedroom, two-bath house here in the Bay Area is easily a million dollars. Elsewhere, it's 200000 So... That may be considered a high-end house, but here in the Bay Area, we, we are going to see jumbo loans be a lot more expensive down the road. And that is going to hurt affordability. And it's going to what I would consider peak at some point based on the, the median incomes here. And it's our, we're already seeing that in places like San Mateo where, where home prices are just going bouncing up and down and really not making much movement. San Francisco is seeing quite a bit of... Uh, high-end houses sitting on the market a little bit longer, but then you look at the East Bay, and we've seen you know double-digit increases. Got a big event coming up. You can meet Tony Mendez at the Ten Pillars of Retirement Income and Dividend Stocks, eleven to one. The first event is from eleven to one. The second event is from six thirty to eight thirty. You can join me, CFP Chad Burton, and Tony Mendez. Talk a little bit about what's going on as far as income and retirement, dividend stocks, real estate, retirement, wealth planning event. Two very separate events. You really need to educate yourself which one's good for you. They're similar, so you could probably do both. Thursday at the Elks Lodge in Palo Alto. Sign up right now at robblackshow.com. That's robblackshow.com. be decades away from retirement. You might be staring it in the face. Wherever you are in life, some smart decisions now can make a huge difference in the kind of retirement you enjoy. 
This Thursday, two of the Bay Area's leading financial experts will be in Palo Alto to help guide you down the right path. Learn the 10 pillars of retirement income during a lunchtime seminar hosted by Rob Black and certified financial planner Chad Burton. They'll show you how to reduce risk and lower taxes, provide valuable estate planning tips, and give you the lowdown on bond alternatives, retirement products, portfolio structure, and more. Free lunch provided by New Focus Financial. For those at or near retirement, there's an evening session where you'll learn strategies for protecting your estate and generating secure, steady retirement income, plus the five retirement mistakes you need to avoid. It's all this Thursday at the Palo Alto Elks Lodge. Details at robblack.com, where you can register for either session now. Space is limited, so sign up today at robblack.com. That's 800-516-1220. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Joining me now, CFP Chad Burton, who I did not get notes from today, even though he sent them. The internet must be broken now that we've got President-elect Trump. How are you, Mr. Burton? Trump broke the internet? That's going to be my story. I'm sticking to it. Oh, boy. Well, we've got a big event coming up. Yeah, we do. I'm kind of excited by it. It's Thursday in Palo Alto at the Elks Lodge. From 11 to 1, kind of mingle around 11 to 11.30, lunch 11.30 to 12. And then uh, you can talk a little bit about income in retirement. We're all getting closer to retirement. We all are going to have big questions about retirement and Social Security and what the next president does uh, could you know, change Social Security. It could make it a longer wait. There's a lot of things that can happen. So people really should start being aware of where they are as far as retirement goes. That's the lunch event, and then the evening event as well. And you can sign up at newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. What are you going to say? Well, I was just going to say, yeah, I mean, part of the – you've got to remember the, the budget act that was passed back in September, which affected Social Security. Um, it, it was really it's – it's kind of a Social Security loophole, Rob. It, it, it really was, and we were taking advantage of it where people were – able to do a thing called file and suspend and play off each other's benefits, and that got taken away, and, and, and really rightly so. It's a system that is broken. Now, can it ever work? Yeah, in a way, because we have the millennial population that I keep reminding people is bigger than the baby boom population. Um, so when systems like that in Japan and other places are completely broken and upside down and can never be fixed, we have the ability to do it as long as we grow the economy and provide good jobs across all classes in the next few years. So, um, you know, Social Security will, you know, I, I tell people 50 year under, don't assume it's going to be there for your financial plan. Make sure you can retire without it. Um, because if it does stay intact, it will be replaced or kind of offset by higher taxes and or inflation. 
Um, when you're 50 year older, it's okay. It'll be there, but we put no inflation increase in the Social Security payments. And, and this is a perfect example of it. This year, a 0.3% increase in inflation where Medicare Part B is going to go up at, you know, at least probably, you know, three or four times that amount for retirees. So, um, there are some positives, I guess we could say, for retirement coming up. What are some of the positives we're going to be talking about? Well, if we do see a bit of inflation and, and higher interest rates, um, there's a lot of people in retirement are, uh, when you're retired, you don't have the normal inflation that, say, a family with three young kids have, right? Um, your health care is your major inflation. Uh, you, you start to travel less and things like that. You're not buying as many electronics and clothing. And, and, and so um, if we get higher rates, it means eventually we'll return to normal where a retiree, when they have 40% or so in you know defensive assets like bonds and CDs and cash, those assets combined used to be you know kicking off 4% income. And right now it's more like a combination of cash and bonds is less than 2% income. So we do need a bit of inflation in the economy that, that helps. And if we do a lot of infrastructure spending and, and some of the things that happen um, without too much debt, hopefully we'll get some inflation that's not, you know, runaway inflation. So at the event that you're going to be talking about, which one do you look more forward to? Is it the income in retirement or is it more so the wealth preservation retirement planning? Because they're, they're slightly different, but they have very similar kind of tones. Well, definitely looking forward to the the lunch one because we haven't done a lunch one. And I was kind of cracking up because you know how I always say when I'm talking about garbage annuities out there that have, um, you know, these kind of fake guarantees for people and insurance salesmen are really good at selling them. I always say there's no free lunch on Wall Street. If they're offering you a guarantee, there's going to be really high fees. And I was just listening, you know, we charge five bucks to get in, but then it says free lunch. So it's not technically free lunch, Rob. Well, the event's five dollars. <laughs> so there's no free lunch on Wall Street, no matter what people say. But um, we will. I'm looking forward to the lunch one because it'll be a good, quick event. It'll be people that you know, if you have time to pull away from work for two hours, you're thinking about retirement, and wondering if you're even close to being able to. Um, this is going to be ten key things that you need to know about and make sure you have a very detailed plan for. Um, and so we'll, it'll be pretty much rapid fire and a lot of good information in a short period of time. It should be interesting, and I'm always interested in seeing who comes out. And even though it's kind of rapid fire, we'll stick around for people who have specific questions, and there's always a Q&A kind of period anyway. So yeah. I think they're both pretty good events. Now, um, <clears throat> what else should we be talking about here? Should we be talking about diversification, estate planning? Do you think the estate laws are going to change under President Trump? Um, yeah, I do. There's already a talk of uh, repeal of the estate tax, but um, anything over, I think it was like $10 million, um, you won't get a step up in basis anymore. It, it, the, the laws in this country are so archaic and stupid. I mean, every part of our tax code starts to bug me, and yes, it does create a job for me. So on on one level, that's good, but on another, it's just silly because um, the fact that you put a success tax in on a family, especially if it's a business owner where, oh, you, you created too much wealth, we're going to take some of it from you, is absolutely ridiculous. It was something that was you know, hundreds of years ago created and just never really went away. But at the same time, if you repeal that, why would your heirs get a step up in basis on a stock that you, re- that you bought years ago or your real estate that you bought years ago? If you have to pay capital gains taxes on it, why don't, why don't your heirs? So that's more of a fair tax system. So I would imagine within the next two years, once again, we're going to have to revi- revisit and revise 
your estate planning documents, the types of trusts that you have, just like we did in 2012 um, when there was a massive change in law. So we're definitely expecting a, another big change because anything, it's like I always said, it's only permanent until they change it again, and they will change it again. Um, and if we have, you know, any time left, Rob, we should really hit some, um, you know, some financial advice for our servicemen and women out there listening. Are you talking about right now? There we go. I lost you for a minute. Are you on your AOL account? <laughs> yes, I am. It's like the <laughs> ultimate. It's the ultimate insult. And all the old AOL. people are like, what do you mean? I've got AOL. AOL. I know. It's it's funny. I remember how many AOL addresses there were, and I think we look at our entire client base, and there's like two AOL email addresses You've got left. mail. <laughs> so we've got two events <laughs> coming up. That was a great sound, though. I love. I miss that. Yeah. Um, so we've got two events coming up on Thursday, less than a week away, one from 11 yep. to 1, 10 Pillars of Retirement Income, and then from Retirement and Wealth Planning from 630 to 830. Same location, Palo Alto, so you can stay there all day long if you want, take a nap. Um, <laughs> but you have to sign up now at Rob Black Show or newfocusfinancial.com. Um, let's talk a little advice for veterans. We've got about three minutes. Yeah, yeah. So this is a big one, and um, both you and I, our families, have a lot of military background and history. Um, so first of all, watch out for annuity and insurance salesmen. Unfortunately, military nurses and teachers are preyed upon by people that act like insurance products are great investments, and they're not for people unless you're very, very wealthy. So if somebody, you ask for advice and they sell you, and they, they bring up a whole life, a variable life, index life, or whatever, tell them to take a hike. Um, Emergency funds are very important in the military because you never know when you're going to be deployed. And then you can't be there to help support when there's some sort of situation that comes up in the house for the family that you've, that's waiting for you to come back. So having six to 12 months worth of expenses and cash is extremely important before you go out and do things like buy a house right away. A lot of military people, when they get transferred around, feel like they have to buy a home, especially during real estate, you know, tops of real estate cycles. Um, and then they end up not being able to manage that house from afar. So make sure you have your emergency funds, at least a year's worth of income saved up in regular investments, um, and uh, get good property managers if you're going to do that. I would definitely encourage people to check out USAA. I love using USAA for my auto home. Um, my wife's life insurance is through there. Uh, so I think it's a great company. And as you and I both know, when we did that deal for the Coast Guard years ago, um, stop spending your re-up bonuses on cars and, and electronics and, and things like that. That was a big one um, why the CEO wanted us to come out and, and talk to that group that one time is because he, he saw people getting the, the sign bonuses and they were just blowing the money. Um, and take advantage of that thrift savings plan, the TSP, which is like the military and uh, 401k, a lot of great low, low cost index choices and shove as much money away as you can in those. Yeah, about those re-up bonuses, it's one of those things that I continue to use phrases that I shouldn't because it's it's almost scary, but it's almost criminal. Sometimes what we see people do to our teachers, people do to our military, insurance people walk in and say, you just got a bonus, $10,000 bonus for signing up with the military. Or they'll walk into a teacher's group and they'll say, hey, you want some pizza for lunch? And you know these are young women who don't, they've got a degree in education, they don't have a degree in finance. And a lot of bad product are sold to people we really count on to, to help our nation. Yeah, there's been products that are sold life insurance-wise that don't pay off in an act of war. How awful is that? 
family thinks they're covered and they're they're not because it was an act of war. Sounds good. Well, that doesn't sound good. But Chad, have a nice weekend, and uh, we'll talk again on Thursday when you're in town. Thursday, it's coming up pretty quickly on the 18th. One from 11 to 1. You can sign up at newfocusfinancial.com. And Thursday, the 18th, from 6.30 to 8.30. Wealth Preservation Time planning a lot of content, a lot of stock ideas. Certainly going to be talking about the transition with the new president coming up. Um, and much, much more. You can sign up at newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. I'm Rob Black talking money, investing, and more. Thanks for listening to the show. Anything that you want to talk about, we could talk about. Talk about Alibaba Day. Hassan Chop. You remember when, was it Daffy Duck? In A Bug's Bunny? He got, it was an Alibaba and the 40 Thieves or something like that kind of parody. And Daffy Duck, uh, he wanted money. He wanted money bad. And he gets into the cave and the genie's really upset at him. So he shrinks him down. And at one point in time, Daffy Duck grabs a pearl and he's the size of the pearl. He's like, come here, come here, come here. Um, but today's a big day for Alibaba. And now you're saying, where are you going with this? This is like the most circular thing you've ever done. It's singles day. All by myself. And one is the loneliest number that you ever knew. And it's a made up holiday. A lot like Amazon prime day is a made up holiday six months before Christmas. But the sales passed 2015 total. And it's just one of those days where if you live in China, they encourage you. Well, I'm not going to say they because that makes it sound like there's kind of a big evil uh, behind it. But Alibaba Singles Day surged well past last year's 13.3 billion in total sales with nine hours left. Uh, but growth did slow. Um, and they were people were looking for price cuts. So there's a little bit of stuff that we could learn there. Like with our new president-elect, you see there's some protests in the streets, right? It's tough to go shopping when you're protesting. It's tough to go shopping when you're you're fearful that, like, uh-oh, I don't want my kids to see that. Um, after beefed-up marketing push over the last month, you know, will we or won't we um, shop this holiday season tied towards, you know, a new president and people's fearing change? That's legitimately a big issue that has a lot of people scared at this point in time. Taking a look at the markets, um today, and I have been paying attention, Disney. Uh, I own shares of Disney. They're not doing terribly well, and they're not doing terribly well because of one division. Not because of Frozen or Star Wars. Uh, They're not doing very well, not because of their theme parks, where I do believe it costs $1 million to get a family of four in for three days. So they're doing poorly because of dun 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 dun. 
ESPN. Oh, no, no, I was looking for the Monday Night Football one, not the big drama one. So Disney reported 2016 fourth quarter earnings, and the report was not good. So ESPN is the story right now, and it's grim. They lost, they had their worst month ever, losing 621,000 subscribers. ESPN disputes that number, but has declined to provide data that refutes it. So Nielsen is sticking by its figure. I am at the point now that I'm a little bit... See, I am and I'm not. I definitely won't go to as many live sporting events as I get older. It's just too expensive. And it's not so much that it's too expensive. I'd just rather put my money elsewhere. It's, to me, you know... uh, And banking on a bunch of players to, to fill the emptiness in my soul is not something I really care for. As a kid, I did because I didn't really have things that I cared about. I didn't have family. I didn't have spouses. I didn't have, you know, um, like a car. Some guys like cars as they get older. ESPN having its worst month as people are starting to say, you know, we don't need that. Millennials want experiences. They don't want cable television. Um, Why would you do that to me? So there's a silver lining for ESPN right now is that down the road they're going to come up with an app. They also have a video streaming company that was spun out from Major League Baseball when Disney bought a third of the company for about a billion dollars called BAM Tech. It's a secret within a secret hidden in a buzzing office. Uh, they've got a lot of technology that's getting ready to come through. And Disney has always said we could do it when we want to. Uh, but Disney has been very loyal to the cable companies so far because at one point in time, and this is something that always freaked me out, they're getting like $6 plus per subscriber. So your mom wants cable TV, so she can watch QVC. I really like that Stone Phillips. He's a good salesperson. Why does she pay six bucks a month for ESPN? She'll never watch any of the sporting events. Me, I like cable television because of the Jugs Network. Um, it's, a, it's a network dedicated completely to pottery and 16th century Byzantine pottery. It's like, I really like that. But why am I paying six bucks a month? You know, it's pots can be sexy. Pots, jugs, and archaeology. Ooh, look at this one. It came from the Greek era. The Diplodopus. And his mighty rule. There's a good chance Diplodopus didn't rule any Greek dynasty. But there's a good chance that 98% of the audience doesn't know that. Internal editor on. So anyway, Sony, Sling, Hulu, AT&T, Direct. There's so much TV that we can consume right now, and that's a little bit of a problem. So ESPN will work through it, and they'll still make their billions of dollars. But right now, you do not put any premium on ESPN. And if you have taken a look, they're letting go a lot of talent. And Chris Berman's being phased out. And Chris Berman was ESPN. Do you remember the first couple years that ESPN was on? Um, they had a lot of, like, um, logger Convent, not conventions, but like maybe the Scottish loggers, and they would like climb trees and carry trees on their back and pull trucks with their teeth. Anyhow, big event coming up Thursday. Going to teach you all about retirement from 11 to 1, income in retirement. 11 to 1 at the Elks Lodge in Palo Alto. And then from 630 to 830, you're going to do all preservation retirement planning. One is the loneliest number. I never need. 
There is a small chance I made out to a girl in a car, and this was playing. And then guess what happens? Someone knocked on the window, and it was a police officer. And there's a good chance that was over 30 years ago, or 28 years ago. You can find out more at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. Don't forget, big event coming up Thursday, the 18th in Palo Alto at the Elks Lodge. Find out at robblackshow.com. That's robblackshow.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.